From the Comedy Zone at the NC Music Factory in Charlotte, North Carolina, this is the Comedy Zone Podcast. Find us on Twitter at the CZ Podcast and email us at ComedyZonePodcast at gmail.com. Now, your hosts, Will Jacobs and Spencer Taylor. Welcome to the Comedy Zone Podcast. Uh, We're right back at you today. Uh, Flying solo today. Uh, Flying solo today. I'm Will Jacobs. Uh, My my usual partner in crime, Spencer Taylor, is uh, away on administrative leave on assignment, uh, a.k.a. uh, cleaning up diapers. Uh, stuff like that. She's, you know, she does the nanny thing, and the boy apparently is off for the month. We covered this last week, so she's gonna be with him. But she promised that she would be thinking about us. So, you know, we'll we'll take that how we can get it. So, usually, what Spencer and I do is we catch up on the week, you know, and stuff that's going on with us. But this week is just me, so y'all gonna hear a whole lot more about me and what's going on with me. And the vain part of me likes that. Uh, but but the uh, the good host part of me wishes my my partner in crime was here. Uh, so uh, things that are going on with me. Uh, number one, uh, it's a jam packed day for me today. Uh, well, most days are jam packed, but this day is jam packed in particular because I got a lot of stuff uh, I got to do, and I have done. I, you know, I'm still getting up at four thirty uh, with the uh, smoothie workout boot camp. So I did that this morning. I'm out at Freedom Park. And uh, getting my workout on, still chipping away weight. I'm probably now down about 20 pounds, down about 20 pounds. Uh, so it's still coming off. But the workouts, uh, I'm up early in the morning with the workouts. And the thing I noticed about getting up early with these workouts is people are real friendly at like 4.30 in the morning. Like 4.35 in the morning. It's weird how it shifts because usually around 8, 9 o'clock time you get to work, folks are not friendly anymore but that a couple hours earlier people are just jogging through the park man waving smiling nobody's worried about getting mugged or raped or nothing there's no everybody's just people leaving purses by the water and just jogging man and i guess people feel like well you know the muggers and the rapists don't wake up this early so they just (laughs) jog freely it's like this utopia for about a couple of hours and around eight o'clock they start grabbing their shit like okay this is when (laughs) this is when the cretins wake up so but until that time it's like the golden time of day man so i'm out there uh getting my workout on and the thing i I noticed with these workouts too is charlotte uh has a whole lot of and and i'm sure most cities are like this there's a whole lot of little trailways and parks and interconnected stuff that you don't even realize if you don't work out like you know there was a time when all i knew was in charlotte where the comedy zone was and where like ihop was and two or three other places but you know when you're getting up working out you see a whole lot of the city so that part's uh been really cool too also along with the working out has been the change in eating so now my whole diet is like uh green stuff and uh fruit you know vegetables and uh fish and that's my seafood and, you know, lean eating and stuff like that. And that's been fun. The only problem with that is, is that 
uh, the fish sometimes stinks. Uh, <laughs> and they tell you uh, and at the office I work at, they say, oh, well, you know, you can take it to the break room. But if that fish is strong enough, it yeah. doesn't really matter where you eat it unless you're going to go outside and sit and eat. So I just say bump it. I just eat right at my desk, man. I eat that funky fish uh, right at my desk. And I don't have that thing uh, with professionalism where some people know how to eat real dainty and professional like Look, man, whatever I'm eating, I eat like I'm at a family reunion. That's how I eat. I'm sucking bones. Um, you know, I I was sitting there eating a piece of fish yesterday. This happened twice. And one of the higher-ups came and tapped me on my shoulder. And I had just hands full of fish and bones. So I'm sitting there. He's like, uh, Will, can I talk to you for a minute? I'm like, oh, hold on. Yeah, yeah. What's going on? What's going on, uh, John? So that's like that. But that's how it is for me. Like, I eat everything. I used to sit at work and eat pork chop bones and it didn't matter, man. I sit there and suck them bones right uh, in the middle of the office, so that <laughs> that never bothered me. But um, so yeah, so that's that. That was the start of my morning was the the working out and stuff like that. Then I had to get over to the office. Uh, I got a you know a couple cases I'm working on and stuff like that, and then back over here uh, for the podcast. So you know we got this going on, and then I'm leaving here uh, to get my taxes done. I'm um, getting my getting my taxes done. Oh, and quick aside, if you hear like noise or hammers or loud stuff, there's construction going on at the Comedy Zone. So if you hear anything or people speaking languages you don't understand, <laughs> it's not me and Brian. It's the workers. It's people working on stuff and, and, and getting things handled. But um, my taxes, I, I doing my taxes. I filed for an extension uh, because I never do my taxes on time. I don't really believe in that. Um, I don't believe in taxes all that much. Uh, so that's sort of my silent protest is that I will never file them on time. But now if you owe, you still have to pay though, right? Like you have to pay on time if you're going to owe money. Yeah, but I've generally been so poor that uh, I never owe. I, mm. I usually don't owe. Um, you know, since since being an attorney, I've had years where I owed. Yeah. But uh, a lot of times I, I don't owe. They owe me. So it's fine to wait. But see, now I'm married. And my wife, she, my wife don't play that shit, man. I mean, she wants stuff. My, let me tell you something. My wife pays her bills, files her taxes. My wife opens up bills like they're love letters. Like she's so excited to get a bill. And I'm like, I'll let a bill sit there until yeah. the colors change, until I get pink ones and green <laughs> yeah. ones. That's how I know it's time to pay it. It's like I don't look at them until they turn color. Yeah. Yeah. You know, so. But I'm getting the uh, getting the taxes done, and it's it's a particularly difficult year because this year I really focused on getting my deductions right and all that stuff for the comedy. So I've got my day job, uh, W-2 sort of stuff, mm -hmm. but then I've also got the comedy stuff with all the write-offs and all this stuff. And that's one thing people don't realize about comedians is how much you have to keep track of. Like meals, yeah. uh, you know, lodging, uh, miles, all sorts of stuff. You got to, you know, because you want to eat away at that taxable income. Mm -hmm. So I told my wife that we would get our taxes done. I think the first I mentioned it was last week. We filed for the extension. And then I said, we'll get them done last week because we got a cruise coming up. We're going cruising uh, at the end of the month. Mm -hmm. So my wife wants to have our tax refund back by the time the cruise gets here. Now here's, now, here's the big difference, and I think most fellas can relate to this uh, if you're married. When you casually mention something to your wife, your wife doesn't hear casual. Right. She hears a declaration. Yes. So, like, last week I told, uh, or a couple weeks back I told my wife, well, look, I think uh, next weekend, you know, I'm going to go in and uh, get the taxes done. Now, in my mind, that was all I said. 
Yeah. Right. Yeah, just yeah, sometime. Whatever. Just yeah. just uh, next week. Right. So yeah. next weekend. And if something comes up, then maybe not next weekend. Maybe the weekend after. That ain't what my wife heard. That's never what my wife hears. If I say something as casual as, yeah, I'm thinking about probably getting the taxes done this weekend. But I might as well have chiseled that shit in a stone <laughs> tablet. Like my wife, like I say that, but my wife hears, on this day right, right. today, like it's Game of Thrones, you know. <laughs> on this day, I doth declare that my taxes will be filed by May, the year of our Lord, or whatever day I'm supposed to do it. And I'm like, <laughs> it was a casual thing. The shit was not a decree. No. But when the next weekend comes and they're not done, my wife looks at me like, what the hell happened? And I'm like, something came up. Yeah. And it's like, no, you, you chiseled that shit in a stone tablet. That was supposed to be uh, what you were going to do. So that's I got to go bring all my receipts and papers uh, and all that stuff in there today. So that should be fun. Uh, it's yeah. all a bunch of stuff I don't like doing, but that's yeah, awful. Yeah, yeah, that'll be a part of the day, too. And then all of this is leading up. But I'm so jam packed and busy because I'm flying out of town this weekend. Right. I'm going back home. Uh, I got a couple things I need to do with clients I have uh, back in the Philly area. Uh, but also I've got uh, uh, some family stuff going on. Uh, different family functions and events and all this sort of stuff. And one of the big things, too, going on is my little sister's prom. Uh, uh, her prom is coming up, and that is a nerve-wracking time for me. Because this older brother thing, because she's young enough uh, in relation to me where she's a sister, but it's almost like a father-daughter yeah, well, yeah, kind of distance. Yeah. I'm like 17 years older than her. Wow. So I'm very protective. I'm very, I know how I'm going to be when I have a daughter because I'm this way about her. Like, that's my girl. Yeah. So, I number one, I got to meet this guy. Who the hell is taking you out? That's right. And I got to have my talk with him. And the only message that I really want to communicate to him is, uh, whatever you do to her, uh, I'm going to do to you. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Let's be clear on that. And I don't give a shit what it is. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> you understand what I'm saying, son? I don't care what it is. <laughs> I'm doing you whatever you do to her. Okay? So I got to look that young man in the eye and make sure we clear on that part uh, before he before he takes my little sister out. And I got to vet this guy because, you know, I don't know if she's dating him or what the situation right. is. And it's almost like in my family you have these confirmation hearings. It's like if you want to be a attorney general you got to go sit in front of the senate and answer some questions and myself my dad and my other couple brothers of the senate and you sit up in front of us we set up a podium and you stand there you don't sit you stand and we line up and we sit and and ask you questions and if you can make it through all that then you might have a chance because my number one question for anybody dating my little sister and one day when i have a daughter is who's your favorite author that's you got to read okay and if you ain't got nothing if yeah. you say uh, Dr. Seuss or some shit because you ain't read nothing since you were in kindergarten or whatever, that's a no-go. He's got to go. He's got to go home. Marvel so, Comics. Marvel Comics. Look, you, be- you better be talking about more than some damn Spider-Man, okay? You better have real deal authors, okay? So I'm not trying to hear it. And people say, well, what? why are you so particular about that? Because you gotta, you have to read to be with my sister yeah. because she don't read. <laughs> so, so I need somebody to have a good damn influence. Somebody, yeah. I need somebody to have influence on her. I think, you know, I mean, that, but that's the thing with young folks uh, today is that they don't, you know, they don't read, they don't challenge their minds enough. Anytime you come into somebody's house and uh, the TV is bigger than all the bookcases put together, yeah, that's a problem. 
I, I think that, you know, I think the kids should get back to that because guess what? When you go off to high school, college, you do this testing, they're going to be testing reading comprehension. You can't escape yeah. it. Yeah. So it's important that that, uh, that, that young man uh, be able to read. So that's uh, and read a lot. So that's that's what we're gonna go home. So I'm sure I'll have something to talk about this next week because <laughs> yeah, I'm. A, I can't wait I, she's gonna be embarrassed because I'm and yeah. she don't know. But when that prom comes up, I might be in the bushes. Okay, <laughs> I'm not above just stalking and making sure his hands stay above the equator. Yeah. Sit next to the DJ and make sure he don't play too many freak me songs and say, you need to speed that shit up, bro. You need to play. You need to put on happy or something. You need to speed the damn songs up. Ain't no damn bumping and grinding at my sister's prom. Is she the youngest then? In the- she is the youngest. She, so she's, she, yeah. Uh, yeah, she's the youngest uh, a set of twins. It's her and a boy. Oh, right. Yeah, it's her and a boy. And uh, So is is the boy going to prom? He's going to the prom with her. Uh, he's gonna he's gonna go to the prom, but his prom isn't until next year. See, the boy got held back. Oh, he got held right. back one year, so he's a year behind her. And uh, so his prom is next year. Now his prom, look, I just hey man, I call him up. Don't don't get nobody pregnant. <laughs> yeah, you're not flying home for his. Yeah, prom. I'm not flying <laughs> home. Just one phone call. Don't get nobody pregnant. I see. You. Tell me how it was. That's it. <laughs> for her, I gotta go home. You know the boy. <laughs> just don't get nobody pregnant. All right. That's my only conversation with him. <laughs> So, but but it's it's but that's the, you know the difference between between girls and boys and and her and I have yeah. always had that close kind of relationship. She was the type where, uh, and and I think most folks with daughters or women in their family, all you got to do is look at girls and tell them you're disappointed. Yeah, and it just rips their little hearts yeah. out. Like I would tell her, her name's Nephi, well Neftali, but we call her Nephi. I said Nephi, I'm very disappointed in you, and her face would start quivering. She's, I'm so, I'm so sorry. Yeah. Now the boy. Oh man, I don't give a shit about that. Man. <laughs> I care nothing about you being disappointed. I remember one time I told him, I said, "Look, man, uh, I, I'm real disappointed in you." And he said, uh, "I'm disappointed too." <laughs> he said, uh, "Can I go back downstairs?" Yeah, now? yeah. yeah so I'm then, disappointed too. But then he goes back downstairs, and then you hear from downstairs, "Go, don't worry, everybody. He's not spanking us." <laughs> as you were <laughs> keep doing the bullshit so that's that's, that's how yeah. the boys are so yeah. but that'll be fun so i'm sure i'll have a lot of that to talk about uh next week now one of the things that also went on uh this past week we had a, a fight night comedy uh competition and uh one of the performers was our very own producer here at the comedy zone podcast mr brian baltashevitz hit yeah, the stage yeah, yeah. he was up there <laughs> And it was crazy not seeing him on the boards here, <laughs> actually seeing him on the stage. And I mean, and was solid. Had a, I, I felt like it was a nice set, man. Thanks. It was it was a nice yeah. set. How, how did it feel up there? Um, it felt really good. Uh, but I, I hadn't done that particular. I mean, you know, I say it like I'm on stage every week. I've been on stage <laughs> twice in the last 15 months. Um, it was, you know, I did a little bit. I'm a minute of my kind of, you know, older stuff, mm-hmm. older stuff. <laughs> and then um, I did the uh, Debbie, who produces the show, uh, mm-hmm. Debbie Millwater, asked me on Thursday if I, you know, if I if I wanted to go up. So I was like, yeah, sure, I'll go up. And, you know, I'd had this thing that I'd kind of been working through in my head, but hadn't really done a whole lot with it. Yeah. So Thursday night, I kind of wrote it out. <laughs> 
and um, I read it to my wife, and I didn't, you know, perform it, or anything. you know how it is. We just kind of sat there and oh, read yeah. it, and we were like, I, "Is this a thing? I don't know. Is this <laughs> is this a thing? It's just kind of laying there. I don't know if if it's a thing or not." I'm like, "Well, you know, this is this is what I'm doing. So, <laughs> so what it is. So it's you know, it's either going to work or uh, it's not going to work. It, um, and it felt it felt really really good. I mean, oh, I yeah. got I got you know the laughs I wanted to get. I got a, you know, a couple laughs I didn't think I would get. And, and, mm-hmm. And uh, I was re- it, it. It felt good. Now, do you good. mind touching on the material? Well, Not at all. Because what all. you because what you talked about. <laughs> that see, that was yeah. the other part of it. Because you know, when you never see somebody perform, you don't know what direction they're going to grow in. And Brian had a very distinct topic. You walk away from his set. It ain't all over the place. He has, one, yeah. <laughs> he had yeah. one uh, theme, and so he would talk about what you talked about. I, I uh, about uh, a year ago, I uh, passed a kidney stone. <laughs> And there's not a lot of comedy, really, honestly, when you're in the moment, especially. There's not a lot of funny. Right. Um, uh, about the kidney stone. But, but um, I was at, you know, now with the, with the, the uh, in hindsight, mm-hmm. you know, I could find a little bit, there's some humor to mine from it. And, and, and I just, uh, it's about a, I think a six minute story just about, you know, from the moment that, um, I started kind of feeling like, hey, something ain't right. Yeah. To when the when the uh, the kidney stone found daylight and and you know made its break for the wall. So. so so and normally when people like when Kevin Hart did say laugh at my pain, they're talking about emotional pain. Yeah. You had a laugh at my physical <laughs> damn pain. Yeah. yeah. I mean it yeah. it was and the I'm telling you man the funniest thing was when you said something about uh, how many women had seen your penis that night. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that was the funniest. Like half a dozen women between the all-female ambulance crew, the charge nurse, the nurse in the room, the um, ultrasound technician, the MRI technician. Like half a dozen women saw my junk in one night, which is more than saw it my entire life combined. <laughs> So this whole time, are you? So you? They're not giving. Are they giving you any drugs to numb you, or what no, are they doing? No, no, no. They're not giving you anything. They're just like you know, we're gonna wait it out and see what it is. Ooh. Because the the where the pain had had um, had focused was in my in my in my testicles. Okay, which I guess is kind of unusual. It's um, it's it's different with everyone for whatever reason. Uh, this time it zeroed in on on my on the boys, and just did not let go. Which is why I didn't know what it was. Mm-hmm. I mean, I thought you know, had the pain stayed up here, I probably could have put two and two together and went, well, you know, I, it, it's a stone. But the fact that you know it kind of started here, and then all of a sudden I just wanted to. So it started around your back area and then moved in the kidney. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and then I woke up about you know one in the morning just wanting to you know have my testicles removed oh my goodness and so my head w- w- went to i i something i have cancer i have something right, you, think you know it. never ever dreamed stone mm. just thought you know something you know is wrong with my balls <laughs> and, and so uh um all they wanted to do was find out, you know, what was wrong, mm-hmm. you know, and they focused on the, you know, on the testicles. So the ultrasound, um, which is a, a very hands-on uh, procedure. Really? 
Um, the the MRI much easier because they just you know put you on the table and slide you you know into the tube. So no one had, you know there was no hands on activity there. But yeah, the ultrasound was extremely invasive. Let's put it that way. Yeah. Um, but um, um, it wasn't until the MRI uh, when the doctor came back and he said, "Yeah, you've got a you know it's a five centimeter kidney stone. There's nothing we can do. Just wait it out." Oh my goodness. Um, and so they just tell you you know drink a lot of water. Uh, they give you this stuff to uh, um. Um, loosen your urethra. Okay. Uh, and then, you know, you just kind of wait it out and hope that, you know, while it's in your bladder, Yeah. Um, it doesn't hurt while it's in your bladder. It's mm. just kind of floating around. And, you know, eventually Ooh. when you go to the bathroom, it's going to find the, the, the urethra and it's going to make its way out. Um, it was, uh, like I said on Sunday, it was six weeks oh, in between, goodness. gosh, my balls hurt and... <sighs> You know, it making a run for the wall. Yeah. Oh my. So it, it it was, um, it was like one night of just you know I would rather be dead than go through this, mm-hmm. and then, you know, like half a day of because it got stuck on its way out. Mm. Yeah. So mm. it it is not as much fun as it sounds. <laughs> I, I will say that. And then, and but the the crazy thing was you were able to get on stage and talk about that, and it was funny. Well, thank you. And for yeah. most dudes, anytime you talk about nuts, anything yeah. around our nuts, that ain't funny. Yeah, no, no, no anything you, painful. Yeah, right. But you, I mean, you were able to go up there and knock that out, and I and I was listening to it. And I'm like, I'm sitting there trying to relate, like what? And I was like, Well, I've had blue balls, and yeah. I'm like, Maybe it feels no, it's, it's, it's worse, worse than that. It's worse. Oh god. Well, and again, I don't know. You know, if you get a stone, it may not affect you that way. Yeah. It's just it's. I don't know why it's settled in in my balls yeah uh, it just I, I i i would i wanted to i, I it, it, it was like it, it was the worst pain i've had i've had you know i've had catastrophic knee injuries i've had uh, I'll, i would rather blow out a knee again than go through that then go through that yeah so that was wow it was it's it's brutal yeah i i know i i uh i've had i think i've had an ultrasound Mm-hmm. I, I think because with the ultrasound, they got to mess around with your your your, uh, your booty hole, right? Do they mess around with that? No, that I think you're thinking of like a scope. Yeah, I had a scope. Where, yeah, the ultrasound is a. It's the I mean it's the same device um, where they check like uh, pregnant women and you see the ultrasound oh, images. Okay. So they're just looking for. You know, odd growths, odd things. Well, how do they get it in there? How do they get the? Probe? Um, it doesn't go in. Oh, it just or shapes, so moves you, around your stomach. Yeah. Okay. When I say invasive, yeah. I mean, in this case, it wasn't the stomach. She was she was ultrasounding, looking at your inside. The boys. Yeah. Yeah. Um, when I say invasive, I I don't you know necessarily mean that you know there's a tube that goes up or it, right. at the risk of offering too much information. No, no. Uh, uh, this was um, there's a lot of lotion involved. Okay. And then there's. A, 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 let's say borderline elderly woman, right? <laughs> who is Woo. who is moving stuff around and 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 you know with the ultrasound paddle, looking at you know different parts and moving it around and things like that. And it's a it um it's a live um moving image, and so they have to kind of you know move around and get yeah you know into all the little nooks and crannies and stuff to see what's going on in there because again you know at the time we thought there was something wrong with with the boys and and right. um, we know so the ultrasound was just to kind of rule that out right and then that was then uh when they sent me to the mri and i you know i'd i'd have done the mri all night that was fine but 
<laughs> but but it all ended up all right. Uh, That's fine. Okay, because yeah. yeah. I thought you was gonna have to get like draws with an out of order sign on them. Hands off. But you but you back in where you back back in the game. Back in everything right. is good. good. Everything is good. <laughs> well, anyway, that was you know that was uh what we did on fight night. That was a that was a good time. Uh, so yeah, that was uh. That, that was fun. I always enjoy hosting great. those shows. Um, I enjoy watching the comics get up there. And as the host, uh, you know, you always have to play that balance and act where you're making sure things run smoothly, the energy's up when it yeah. needs to be, let the show move on its own. So it was a good time all around. We had a good time. Uh, but that's about all the time we have for this, this first segment. So we're going to go ahead and uh, keep it moving forward and kick it into our first break. But before that, uh, I want to mention that on today's podcast, uh, we have a super-duper special guest. Uh, y'all are going to hear a conversation. Uh, we're going to have Bobby Lee yeah. uh, in the studio today. Uh, he's going to come in. Uh, if you don't know Bobby Lee, uh, shame on you. Uh, but uh, those that do know, he's been on Mad TV, Harold and Kumar, uh, all sorts of films, all, all sorts of everything. Uh, Chelsea, Lay- he's done some of everything. And he will be at the Comedy Zone uh, this week, the Charlotte Comedy Zone this week. So I'll be interested to talk to him about his shows and everything else uh, going on with him. So, all right. Here's what's coming up at uh, the Comedy Zone in Charlotte. Of course, this weekend, Bobby Lee, June 5th and 6th. Tickets still available at cltcomedyzone.com. Freestyle Funny on Sunday, June 7th. Next weekend, Sarah Colonna, June 11th through the 13th. Aron Will Jacobs performing at the Greenboro Comedy Zone with Julie Scoggins. That's on uh, June 12th and 13th. And, uh, of course, don't forget about Will Jacobs' LOL Thursdays at the Comedy Zone in Fort Mill. That's Thursday nights at the Comedy Zone in Fort Mill. Special shows, special shows coming up at the Comedy Zone in Charlotte. Fight night, June 9th. The uh, area's best comedians facing off in a head-to-head battle for cash. Uh, the Comedians Cook-Off, June 10th. Funny and food, nothing better than that. And, of course, Funny on the Fly, June 14th here at uh, the uh, Charlotte Comedy Zone. Will Jacobs hosting. Spencer Taylor will be performing as well in that. For all upcoming events at the Comedy Zone, open mics, and special shows, you can find it all by following the Comedy Zone at Comedy Zone CLT on the Twitter, finding the Comedy Zone on Facebook, and of course on the website, cltcomedyzone.com. Welcome back to the Comedy Zone podcast. <laughs> I'm sitting here with a star of stage and film and Don't, screen. No, nope. Bobby Lee. Nope. From Mad TV. Hey. Harold and Kubar. Hey. Chelsea Lately. Let me ask you some questions. Yeah. Are you African American? No, I'm an American African. That's this right. That's distinct, exactly what you are. Distinct difference. And American Asian. <laughs> are you American Asian? Yeah. <laughs> Who's this big white guy right here? Uh, we call him the Gimp. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, he's the gimp. So if you get it's a very line, big chest that you have to put him in, or you can get Pulp Fiction on yeah, your yeah, ass yeah, if you yeah. don't get it right. That's right. All right. So no, that's that's Brian. He's the I like Brian, man. The boards running. I like it. Yeah, yeah. So we uh, so he's a big to, dude, man. You got big feet and everything. He's oh, big, everything. Everything. He's the that's bouncer. Right. He that's does fantastic. five different things for us. <laughs> so you're a lawyer. I'm a lawyer. That's so you right. so you have your own practice, or do you are you part of a firm? I have my own practice, but I also do consulting. So I do firm stuff. Yeah, yeah. I have my own practice. So I can talk to you about law. 
raw stuff. Yes, yes. You could talk to me. Ask me any I, medical I, question. All right, so I did a show in a, at the Ontario Improv. Okay, Ontario. And then I had a girl, I, some girl in the front row, um, she, I go, touch my stomach. So she, she went to touch my stomach, but then I took her hand, I diverted it to my genitals. Okay. But it didn't touch. Mm-hmm. And then they, they threatened to sue me. Oh, they can't sue you for that. They can't? No. Why? It's a performance. Oh, so you can't sue for performance. No, you can do anything up there. So I sometimes I get naked on stage. Is that illegal? No, it's you could have rubbed it on her. It wouldn't have mattered. Really? Yeah. No, I'm no, kidding. I have no idea. You have no that's idea. The, no, 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 you have no idea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's not the area of law I practice. I, I do. I practice personal injury. So if you bust your ass on the way out of here, then I oh, can't. so let me give you another thing. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So um. If I'm on stage, okay, I got on stage, right? Yeah. And um, I gave this um, hillbilly a lap dance once. Oh yeah. On stage. Uh, how could you not? And he grabbed me by my neck and he threw me on the ground and he really hurt me. Uh, well, you could sue him. Uh, he's a hillbilly though, so you're probably not gonna get much more than twenty dollars. Damn it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah damn yeah, it. Yeah. He, he, how tall are you? Uh five ten. You're. You look small to me. Do I? Yeah. Tall. Stand up for a second. Let's stand up. Oh yeah, you are. You are. You are. You are. You are. You are. <laughs> but you think you and I, if we got in a fight, that you would win? Uh, if you and I got in a fight, number one, I would sue you. I don't. I, I, no, no. Just be real though. Would you be in a fight? Would you? You think you could beat me in a fight? Uh, well, number one, I'm being very real. I would not fight you. But if I did fight you, yeah. Uh, be real. I'd probably whoop your ass. Bro. Yeah. yeah. I, I'd probably Can I say something ass. to you? Yeah. I have HRS. What's that? Hidden retard strength. <laughs> Right, so I don't look like I'm strong, but I'll crush your fucking cheekbones, bro. I'm not I, afraid. I'm crazy. Well, I have HOS. What's that? History of oppression strength. What does that mean? Lots of lots of years of my people being oppressed. Yeah, you, I bring all that something. shit from the 1600s up through 2015. Can I, say I, I will do that. Can I say this, my friend? Yeah. What nationality am I? Do you know? Korean. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. So let me tell who oppressed the Koreans for 50 years. Who oppressed the Koreans? Um, the Japanese. The Japanese. Yeah, that was the my Japanese went to our country. They oppressed our people. They and my father told me a story. Of what they used to do? They used to tie us by our ankles and then dangle us upside down and then dunk us in boiling hot water. What? Yeah, and they would dunk us repeatedly until our skin was gone. You're oh right. Oh my god! And I had to deal with all that. And they took away our culture. Hold on, you had they, to deal with all that? No, my people did. <laughs> oh. And then they stole our rice. <laughs> they stole. They stole. It's still our rice. Can I tell you this? Yeah. I'm going to tell you that. You don't know about this. Mm-hmm. But in, when Hiroshima and Nagasaki happened, oh, did you guys hear about those? Oh, yeah. Two events? Big, big deals. Big deals, right? Big deals. Uh, a lot of Koreans died. Do you know why? Why? Because um, that Japanese stole our rice, the Koreans. Mm-hmm. So, so some Korean families went, you know what? We have to go to Japan because they have our food. Mm. So they bring their families. And then one day, America bombed. <laughs> With Hiroshima, so imagine going, imagine going. Ah, I finally got my kids here to Hiroshima to feed them. And what the fuck is that? (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god! And then just dead. Oh my god! That crazy. That's insane. Yeah. So now who's oppressed? Still me. No, but that's a hell of a story. No, but we were oppressed too. A lot of people have been oppressed. No, a lot of people. A lot of people have been oppressed. And then in the same way that. One people's history of oppression may not resonate with you yeah. the same way. I, it does. Your oppression resonates with me. Well, that's because there's a lot of slave movies. 
It helps. No. It helps. No, I've seen all of them. Like the swim team one. The swim team. Right, where you guys the like. Swimming slaves? No, there was a swim. Oh, there you're was talking a movie about, about the one with uh, Terrence Howard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I saw that. And oh, you were really oppressed there. No, that that was. And a, then was I saw the uplifting. Jamaican bobsled one. Where cool you guys Runnings? Were, yeah, Cool Runnings. You guys like were oppressed there. Yeah. <laughs> and then I saw. <laughs> I saw all the ones I saw. You know what I mean? Well, I saw, I saw Harold and Kumar. Don't bring that up. Yeah, that, yeah. Just a movie. No, just a that's, movie. that's big, man. No, man. Come on. How many movies do you see with Asian leads being funny oh, and being popular that's like good. that? That's good. Popular that's like nice. that because there's a lot of funny. I like to talk about current like things that. I'm doing, though, because the thing is, is that Harold and Kumar happened so long ago, I don't even remember it. We just got done talking about. <laughs> you got to pick a direction, buddy. Okay, <laughs> we just got done talking about the Korean War and everything. Because else. you brought up oppression and stuff, and you're like, "Oh, my people, this, my yeah. people, that." And first of all, we're all human beings. We're all connected. Okay, we're all the same. People say that shit. People say that shit. Really? Can I, 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 let me I ask do, you this. I do feel like we're connected. Let I me ask you like this that. through comedy. No, no, no. Oh yeah, through comedy. You and I, first of all, okay, you and I are on the same species. There's that too. Okay, and let me say this too. Okay. Yeah. I have three cats at home, okay? What's so funny? <laughs> three cats? Yeah. So you got three little things not paying you no attention. No, no, no they're in the freezer. I'm going to eat them. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm kidding, no. no, I have three cats at home that I love, okay? Yeah. I have a redheaded one, mm-hmm. I have a black one, mm-hmm. and I have a white one. Yeah. They're all three cats. Yeah. They just have different fur color. It's yeah. the same with us. Yeah. There's no difference. We're the same thing. It's I like just, you're that. just a little darker. I like that. You know what I mean? You have a bigger dick. <laughs> it depends. You know what I mean? If it's cold, it's not. Mine's really. disgusting. Really? Mine looks like a sick alien. <laughs> Do you ever see E.T.? Oh, I saw E.T. Remember he was in the river? He was that, all gray, all sickly? Yeah, that's, that's what you? my penis looks like. I can't watch E.T. ever again now. Why? Because I'm thinking of your penis if it comes on. I know. I cannot look at E.T. and think, ah, oh, Bobby Lee's dick. Phone home. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, that's what mine looks like. It looks sickly, but you know what? A lot of women have touched it. I know because you put it out there a lot, and then according to you, a hillbilly may have touched it. No, a lot of people have touched it. And you know what? That's called America, and that's called freedom. Yeah, that's that's one of the staples of freedom. Yeah, You're right. This white guy over here. Hey, what's your name again? Uh, Brian. 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 Yeah. Brian. Yeah. The, the 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 whitest name imaginable. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah. What's your last name? <laughs> uh, Baltashevitz. That's not a ri- that's original. I've never yeah, heard yeah, that before. Yeah. There's wider that? names than Brian. Polish. Yeah, uh, uh, Russian Polish. Yeah, it's Russian Very Polish, good. right? Yeah. yeah, you look Russian Polish to me. Thanks. You're welcome. <laughs> What's your last name? Jacobs. That's not black. No. Yeah. That's you know. Are you married, Jacobs? I am married. <laughs> oh, I'm married to a white girl. No. Why what? you assume that? You look like one of those. You know what? And, and people, <laughs> no one will ever just say that. But people assume that. Some people assume. That I'll say it. To white women. Yeah. You look like a guy that would be married to a white. Is girl. it the polo shirt? It's everything about the your slacks. energy. Is my whole energy, energy is I would marry like, a white woman. God damn it, I'm white. <laughs> <laughs> See, because I don't get on here talking about, yeah, I mean, motherfucker. You think that I'll be married to a white woman. No, that's See, that's, what I'm that's part of the oppression I was trying to tell you about earlier. There's no oppression there. Oh, that's tough. Is, is your wife, she's black then? Yeah. She mixed? No, she's, she's hate. She's dark as you. My wife said, "Yeah, yeah." yeah. How so about you, you, Brian? What your wife? Uh, married to a white woman. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that sounded so strange. Now, see, I would yeah. assume you're not married. I'm not. Yeah, yeah. You I will very, never. Very free. I will never. No, why not? I'm in a I'm in a relationship that I'm very committed to. That um I I won't cheat on her. Or I'm very committed. It's like a marriage. We live together. 
Um, but maybe I'll get married. But I'm 43, so I don't really know when is that. When is that going to happen? Man. You got another 50 years to be married. Look at your too. arms. Thanks, man. You work out, huh? A little bit. A little bit. I'm glad you noticed. Thank no, you. Oh, man. Thank you. Why are you so, so insecure? I'm not insecure. <laughs> I just insecure? like to be no, noticed. No, 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 You're insecure because you want to wear the white polo, the polo shirt. You work out. Well, I'm coming here from work, in fairness. I came here from the office. Oh, you did? If this were not a weekday, I would be wearing something different. Uh, it would be a different color so you have to go back shirt. to work? Yeah, I got to go back to work after this. So, he, so Mike made you come in here? No, I love doing this. I love. Yeah, but does, is, is Mike hard to work with? Not really. You like him? I like Mike. He's a good guy. Yeah, Mike. So you like him? I like him, but I don't know. I was just asking. <laughs> Any dirt on him? Why are we whispering? I don't know. I don't know. I just, he's, I in, he's in another room. I kind of like whispering, though. Yeah, I do, too. It's weird. It feels like we say some important shit. Let me ask you something. Yeah. Did you see um, Mad Max? I haven't seen it yet. Why? Because I a lot of black people haven't seen it. Is it really? because there's no black people in it? That no. I Zoe watch, Kravitz I is in stuff. it. I, I watch stuff with no black people. Did you see? Um, do you watch Game of Thrones? I do watch Game of Thrones. Do you really? I do. I'm getting caught up though. I'm still on the second season. Joffrey just died. That ignorant ass little kid. Oh yeah, yeah. So that's they third season. It. That's third season. Yeah. Yeah. So it gets crazy. Er? It gets oh already my funny. god! It gets crazy. Did you see? You saw the the red wedding. Oh my God! That, I had heard that, people that, that talk it, about that. That make you mad? No, I didn't care about any of those characters. You didn't care about Cat, no. the mom. First of all, I didn't know half of them. A lot of you know when I watch these shows, so many people look the same to me. I don't know who's who. I know they keep introducing all these same looking white people. Dude, that's what I'm saying. Like if you if all white dudes look the same to you, you cannot follow Game of Thrones. Yeah, you don't know who the difficult. hell is who. It's very difficult. Right. The midget though, I know. Uh, that's my man. That's my man. That's my dude. I like. Right there. I like. I don't know his real name. I call him Half Man. That's yeah, ha- Half Man, and he also um, makes love to full size women and puss it to him because the one whore fell in love with him. I know, and she's seen a lot of dicks. Me just get a lot of girls, dude. Yep. Yeah. My, my friend, my boy Wee Man from Jackass gets yeah. a lot of girls. Oh yeah. Brad, um, Brad Williams. Oh yeah. Yeah, comic gets a lot yeah. of girls. Yeah. So it's real out here. I'm kind of legally a midget. No. What do yeah, you five, 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 four, five, four? Five, four. But with the, the height is five foot, right? Yeah. I think that's the, yeah. If you can't get on a roller coaster, what am I doing? Midget. <laughs> what am I doing right now? Uh, he's kissing the mic. Yeah, but what color is the mic? The mic is black. Yeah. Now what am I doing? <laughs> <laughs> what am I doing? Look at me. Messing I'm not ball. gay. I'm not gay, <laughs> but look at me. What you doing is making me unable right. to look uh, over at right. that microphone. What, what, what am I doing? What are your, your testicles? Like, like, like that. Bobby's lost his mind. <laughs> I'm tired. I'm tired. <laughs> no, yeah, why you're so a Christian? You, you, is that why you want? I can't joke about stuff like that. Yeah, I'm a Christian, but you can joke about anything. You, what, what do you feel about Caitlyn? Um, Caitlyn Jenner. Jenner. Yeah. Ah, I feel like yeah, it doesn't really affect my life like that. It doesn't. Like I didn't care about Bruce Jenner that much. <laughs> like all right, that man won the Olympics in 1976. I've had but no reason to say morally though. Gender. You morally, do you, how do you feel about it? Nah, I don't have any problems. I, I don't mean, have any problems. Live with their life, people man. live their live lives. Your life. You yeah. can't be unhappy, man. I went to Bangkok, Thailand once. Got shot a movie there. Yeah. I might have d- done some, 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 something like that. Really? Might have. Uh, a, a man, a I male woman. I don't know. Because that's what I learned from this whole thing: that gender and I sexuality don't, I don't know. are different. <laughs> I don't know. Because you. Bruce Jenner has a penis, <laughs> yeah. but he's a woman. I mean, yeah, Caitlyn's yeah. a woman, so you Caitlin's can have a male woman. parts, but gender is different than sex. Yeah, it is different. I yeah. just learned that like Yeah, this but week. she she still likes women, though, right? Yeah, she yeah. still likes women. But she wants to get the operation. 
Yeah. It, does she want to get the whole thing? Yeah, I thought yeah. she just got the I breasts. I would keep it. Yeah. I'm would keeping, you keep it? I'm keeping that. Like, yeah. I would still drill girls, but, like, be a woman. Yeah. But we have titties, you know? <laughs> Except my titty, but here's this. But then you grabbing your own titties, so it's like... You, what? I'd you, be grabbing my own titties. I'm like, yeah, you gender, just titties in your hand. You know, I'll be honest with you. You know, you, you, have you heard of Oculus? Yes. What is it? I don't know. I've just heard of it. Do you know what Oculus is? I do not. It's a new thing where you, it's these glasses that you can see right. 3D above you, behind oh, you, right? Oh, okay. And you yeah. put on headphones. And the thing is, is that... Um, I was at you know there's this artist named David Cho. Mm-hmm. He's a world. He's an artist. Did he do the Obama thing? No. Okay. He might have. I don't know. I he, he did was. Facebook. He did Facebook, and okay. then he made two hundred fifty million dollars off of stocks that he got. Yeah, it's crazy. They asked. They said we'll give you sixty grand or we'll give you stocks. He took the stocks. My friend David, because he did the corporate offices, he painted. Yeah. And street graffiti, and he made two hundred fifty thousand eight million dollars. My point is, is this that I was at his house and. And and this guy that works on Oculus did it, mm-hmm. and said I did it. And then they said that in Japanese are doing sex ones. Ooh. So then you do, you know what I mean? And then they're gonna have like little things where you put your penis in. So, but so you'll do you Oculus. won't need a woman. I'm not gonna need one. Oh, I'll just Oculus. That would change the game if you didn't need a woman. I know sex that would change a lot. Because have you ever made love to like a plastic vagina or a um? Not yet. You should try it. Uh, that day, mate, yeah. <laughs> what am I talking about? It's so early. I haven't slept. In, <laughs> I, uh, can I just say something? I haven't slept, and this is my sixth thing I've done. <sighs> you know, I did TV earlier, and now I'm talking about weird things that I don't even know what I'm saying. Dude, this is... Uh, I started kissing this thing like it was your penis, and that's, like, wrong, because I don't, no. I'm not attracted to you in any way. No, and that doesn't look like my penis. It looks just like this. That's what I read in the blogs. <laughs> it has these little side handles. Little, you can adjust it. A little it. white writing at the yeah, bottom yeah, of yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it goes really skinny and then big on top. It does kind of do yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. All right, you got it. It does. It anyway, does. I want to go eat breakfast. And how long have I done it so far? How long has he been here? He's, uh, we are just about done. Okay. Yeah. So Let me get, I want to say, I want to wrap it up. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Can yeah, we wrap yeah. it up? We, we can wrap, wrap it up. I want to wrap it up what we've learned, what we've learned so far. I love what we learn segments. Um, you do? I love them. I do them at the end of all my shows. You do? Well, open mics. Open mics? Do you shows. do? Now, are you a headliner? No, I feature. You feature now? Yeah, and I host open mics. How long have you been doing stand-up? Uh, about four years. Oh, so you're new. Yeah. It's relatively new. Relatively new. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And you've only done it in Charlotte, or have you gone the road a bit? I've gone the road. I've been up through the Midwest and some other down south. And yeah, yeah. yeah. I've done some, been some spots. Yeah. Not to the West Coast yet. But Any TV yet or no? Fox. I was on Fox TV show Laugh, Steve Hostetler. Uh, I like Steve, yeah. Yeah, I did yeah. I did. I did Laughs on Fox. That's the only time I've been on TV, though. Oh. Yeah. No, nothing national like The Tonight Show or something like that. No, not yet. Yeah. Not yet. Um, You want to do those things? Absolutely. You'll get there. Thank you got to get out of here, though. I got to leave Charlotte? I mean, to get those things, you have to be in New York or L.A., or no? I, I don't know. I hate that. Why? I just I just hate the idea. Because comedy is about freedom, and now you get told you have to do things. That's why I got into comedy because yeah, I didn't like having to do shit. I know, but the thing you know is, is, is that don't you want to compete at the highest level? Yeah, of course. Well, then you got to go there. Yeah. Because the thing is, is that, like, you know, I go to the comedy store, and it's like every day something disastrous will happen like Chris Rock's gonna come in and Martin Lawrence and they're gonna go up before you oh yeah but then I they go up and I can follow them and I can crush mm. just as hard and you learn that by being competing at the highest level did you start there where did you, you start I started at the comedy store yeah. Oh, yeah and I just learned I bombed so many times I've did so many failings 
But the thing is, is that I put myself in, you always have to put yourself in uncomfortable situations. Yeah, it is uncomfortable. Yeah. It just feels like, oh, this is where the cool kids are. This is where you go. I know, but that's the thing. That's, I You hate that. <sighs> I know, I know. <laughs> I know. But do I still get the thing? Like, for instance, I'll give you, I'll give you an example. <sighs> like, I've done The Tonight Show. I've done stuff on TV and stuff and done some movies and stuff. Yeah. But there are still groups of people where I go, oh, my God, I want to be, in part, you know, those are the cool kids. <sighs> right? Yeah. And I still have to try. Right. I have to get into the cool group because that's the only way to compete. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because I, hear it, you. I know because if you're going to listen to me, mm-hmm. if you're a talented young man, yeah. you know what I mean? And you. <laughs> Thank you, Bob. You're welcome. Every time I do that, I'm kissing the tip of her penis. Well, he actually but did not, that. But not time. in a gay way. Yeah. No, no, no. No, that's totally like, what's up, bro? Perfectly heterosexual yeah, yeah, penis yeah. kiss. Yeah. How's your day? Yeah. Yeah, stuff like that. Like we all do. We all do it. Yeah. But um, my point is, is this is that you should compete at the highest level and you should eventually try. Because yeah. if you don't, you're going to get stuff, but you're not going to get all of it. Yeah. You're not going to get all of big it? national. You don't want, do you want that? I just want to do comedy, but I do. If you want... just want to do that, then just do that. Right. But I know, but I, you know, there's that part of you that wants to compete. There's a guy named Billy D. Washington. Do you know who he is? Mm-mm. He's I a very talented black comedian out of Houston. Okay. And he never moved to L.A. He should have. He was really, he's really good. So you think he would have been happier if he had come to L.A. And he couldn't because he had kids and a family and he just couldn't uproot them. Yeah. You know, do you have kids? No. Yeah. You're, you're, you're married? Just married, yeah. Just married? Yeah. I mean, you might want to try, but, you know, if you don't want to do that, don't do that. If I come out there, can I hang with you some? Nope. Well, well, shit. Now, I mean, here's what, it, I'll make you a deal that, I'll make you this deal. Okay. If you came to LA, you can't live in my house, is that what you were asking? No. I, you know, I don't even hey. live in my house. No, but if meet you came you for to coffee. LA, you can meet me with for coffee, and yeah. I can also bring you to a club and introduce you to some people, but. That's it. No, but that's just the beginning. Okay. It's really rough. Yeah, it's difficult to get the stage time. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm I can go up anytime I want, but I've been there for so long. You had to pay your dues. I was I worked the door at the comedy store for six years. Mm. I crawled my way up, you know, and I now have I'm friends with everyone now. So now I have power. Mm. I'll crush you. Mm. I'll crush your. You face. hear that, Brian? He'll crush you. I did. I got Brian, you back. Brian wants to wrap us up. Why? You. Yeah, we gotta go. We gotta Why? go. Mike's Mike's breathing down my neck. You gotta go. Is that what he just said? Yeah. Well, no, but he will in a minute. <laughs> so I'm trying to I'm trying to I'm trying right, to head bye. that off. <laughs> <laughs> and that was Bobby Lee, everybody. <laughs> he was uh he was kind enough to hang out with us. Uh good fun. And uh let's move on. Talk about Bobby in the next segment. Bye. You can find our guest, Bobby Lee, on Twitter at Bobby Lee Live. You can also find a bunch of uh, his stuff on YouTube. June 18th through the 20th, he'll be at the Improv in Atlanta, Georgia. And uh, Jokes.com Live, now available on iTunes for just $2.99. You can follow us on Twitter at the CZ Podcast and email us at ComedyZonePodcast at gmail.com. Will Jacobs is on Twitter at I am Will Jacobs. Spencer Taylor is on Twitter at Spencer Taylor, S-P-E-N-C-A at T-A-Y. LA. And if you really, you really want to dig deep on uh, the Twitter, you can find me at ncbalto72 at ncbalto72.
All right. Welcome back. Uh, that was the interview with Bobby Lee. Uh, <laughs> as you can see with, with Bobby Lee, uh, that shit can go in any direction. Yeah, that was uh, <laughs> it was hard to follow, and I'm sitting in the room with you guys. Yeah, yeah. It was just like a, a whirlwind. And he's, he's one of those dudes where it's like, you gotta you gotta keep up with that energy. Yeah, yeah. Because if you think you're gonna sit down and be like Charlie Rose or some damn body, yeah, yeah that's it. Ain't happen. happening with with Bobby. So, but that was fun. We got to uh, touch on a bunch of different topics. Uh, we talked about a little about race, a little bit about oppression. Uh, we talked about uh, Bobby's semen uh, penis fetish. Yeah, yeah, that was interesting. Yeah, yeah, he had the mic and he was kissing the mic and and uh, Bobby was Bobby was all over with it. So that was that was fun. That was that was a lot of fun. I I love uh, just that kind of free spirit where yeah. it can just go anywhere. That's the thing I love about comedy is that it can go anywhere. You know, you walk into a club, you don't know whether they're going to clap for you or throw yeah. you know beer at you. You just don't know. So that's I love the unpredictability of it. And that interview was nothing if not unpredictable. Yeah, and let me just say too, as the as the white guy in the room, mm-hmm. I was not uncomfortable at all while you guys were talking about the oppression. Yeah. So I just want I just wanted I want that out there <laughs> that I was I I understand. Yeah. I get it. Yeah. It's all good. And that was and that was and, and that was the good part. That that was the good part because you know it's like. I think it's so cool to be able to talk about any topic. Like yeah, that's yeah. that's what I love about comedy. You know, you you walk into an office environment, there's certain topics you just don't touch. Yeah, yeah. But you know, comedy is supposed to be free like that. Yeah. And that's you know, that's how I envision it. That's clearly how Bobby Lee sees it. So it made for a good environment and I think a good interview. Um and now at the end of the interview, we we touched a little bit on the Caitlyn Jenner um mm-hmm. uh the Caitlyn Caitlyn Jenner story. Uh, so that was that was cool to talk about uh, a little bit because that seems to be what America's talking about. That's it, the yeah, uh, it sure seems to be. She has she has captured the nation's attention. She's captured the nation's attention, and um, a lot of people have had to uh, learn a lot of things they didn't know. Like I didn't know that there was a uh, difference between sex mm-hmm. and gender. Mm-hmm. I did not know that. I thought if you had a penis, you was a man, and if you had a vagina, you was a woman. But apparently sex and gender are two distinct things. So you can sex as sex be a male, mm-hmm. but identify as a woman. So you can have a man that is a woman. So a, a male that is a woman. Right, right, right. So and which is which is uh which is Caitlyn Jenner. But you know, you and you funny thing is these things happen and then you see people coming in with their opinions, just parachuting in with yeah, you know, whatever they have to say. And the the most ridiculous thing I heard this week was uh People going, uh, well, uh, his his name is Bruce. I'm calling him Bruce. Care about no Caitlyn. I, I I'm not saying Caitlyn. It's Bruce. Right. And I'm like, you know, with all the of all the things, you know, you that's some kind of inconvenience for somebody. Right. Yeah. Dude. A like you're ever gonna meet him. Right. Her. There's that. Her. There's that. <laughs> <laughs> like you ever go. Right. Like you ever go meet him. And two, like it's so. Uh, taxing or so whatever yeah. to to yeah. say a different name yeah. like we didn't have a problem like for example sean combs went from sean combs to puff daddy to p diddy right to diddy to puff and then i think he went back to diddy and we followed all of them yeah yeah we we're call, good with that we're jennifer, fine jennifer lopez is a 40 something year old woman and we call her j-lo like she's 13 <laughs> right. no problem with that 
You know, like we called Chad Johnson Ocho Cinco. We called right. a grown man Chad Ocho Cinco. Snoop Lion or whatever. Snoop, that was. We called Snoop Snoop Lion. We've done, we called Ron Artest Metal World Peace. Y'all did that, but we can't go from Bruce to Caitlyn. Right. You know, so just some of it is, uh, but you know what? I The thing I've also, I kind of knew this, but it really came to the forefront with this story is how many folks uh, dealing with being transgender yeah, yeah. Uh, feel isolated and alone, very high suicide rates. And anytime I hear about high suicide rates, my antennas go up because that means that society is providing an environment yeah. where uh, people can't be comfortable in who they are. So, you know, that's, that's, uh, Caitlyn's uh, uh, business. She she does what she wants and wants to be called Caitlyn. I'll call her Caitlyn. And for the, people act like they were saying Bruce all the time. Like it's right. a, you. What what reason have you had to say Bruce Jenner since 1976? Right until the Kardashian uh, show came you, along, there was right, zero reason. Right. So unless yeah. a lot of fellas are watching the Kardashians, you ain't even had a reason to say Bruce for 40 years. <laughs> right. Exactly. So Caitlyn should not be a big deal on the occasion that you talk about it. So anyway, that was my take on it. It was fun hearing a little bit of. Uh, Bobby's take on it. And now we're going to move on uh, to a cool uh, discussion that Spencer and I had uh, before the launch of the podcast. That week, uh, the Letterman show had wrapped up. David Letterman did his final show, and Spencer and I had a discussion about the ending of Letterman that uh, we thought it'd be cool for y'all to hear. So let's get right into that. I'm going to miss David Letterman. I feel like everyone's going to miss David. You know what? But some of these young folks, like, they don't really, they don't know, like, who he is or his impact or what he's meant to late night television. Like, they're like, because young kids, if they don't know it, they don't care. Yeah. You know what I mean? Especially nowadays. Oh, my gosh. Like, it's it's crazy. Like, I remember, you know, Leno, Letterman, like, Arsenio. Like, that was everything to me. But I, I don't, I don't take it too far. Like, I had a, I saw one of my buddies, uh, and he was like, uh. Yeah, man, the last David Letterman show felt like the end of my childhood. Oh, man. And I'm like, dude, you're 32 years old. Your childhood <laughs> should have ended 20 years ago. Now, I'm okay if you say it feels like the end of my childhood all over again. Yeah. But if you say this should not be ending your childhood, like all of a sudden Letterman's last show and then you grow a mustache and get a job. And yeah, he moves out, move out of the house. house. Like, yeah. Your parents are so glad, David Letterman. Finally, Ricky's <laughs> <Thank> gone. <laughs> That's what it took. Finally. Thank you, Jesus, for David Letterman. But no, nah, I didn't understand that. But he, he definitely uh, he had an impact on me. Those late night monologues. I feel like my comedic style almost has a little bit of that, that to flair. it. Yeah, when I touch current events and a lot of that was Letterman stuff. It was amazing to see just how choked up mm. everyone was getting on the show. Yeah. Just kind of reminiscing about what he meant to them. Right. And I, I really liked that part. Just to see that he impacted so many people, to have like the president be able to say something and like make a joke mm-hmm. for the show. It, right. It's amazing to be able to, like, just to be that kind of person that everyone knows that, that is such an icon that right. he has that impact. Right. And and that's and it's good to see that happen for someone without them having to die. Yeah. Normally exactly. you see those kind of outpourings and affection and, you know, uh, reverence when somebody passes away. Mm-hmm. But this dude really has kind of gotten to end it on his own terms. Yeah. Which is good to see because there were a couple of times where that could have went off the rails. Like he, you know, he was being he was being extorted at one time, <laughs> sleeping around on his wife, all sorts of stuff. The late night battles, low ratings here and there. And through it all, man, that dude was just steady. Just steady, like same demeanor, same playful spirit. Like, I mean, he's he's been there. He's been a constant. I always wonder what he, what did he go home and do? Just like ate a sandwich. 
I'm just like, <laughs> what, what do you do after that? After, you mean after it's all over? Yeah, just like he went home after that, like after they shot it, and just what? Just what did he do? Like, what do you? What does that feel like? That's a good question. I hope I I hope I get to figure that out. Yeah. Have have people feel that way about me, and then I go home and I probably do what I normally do, like watch football. Or <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just so, well, <laughs> scream about you know sorry ass basketball team or something. It's probably, but it'll be interesting to see what he does next. Whether yeah. he you know looks to do bits and spots on television mm-hmm. or not, or whether he just decides to kind of fade off into the. Yeah. To the ether. Um, someone that I really like, a comic I really love, is Gene Wilder, mm-hmm. the mm-hmm. original Willy Wonka, mm-hmm. the only Willy Wonka. That's right. That's right. <laughs> and he did that. Where he, when he retired, he was just done. Yeah. Like, and he hasn't come back since. Right. So I always wonder if they, if that's a desire um, of people who are, like, so big, if they just want to retire and just, like, oh, I want my life off the table from right. now on. Just sit back, relax. Sit back, relax. Yeah. I, I, I would imagine, person. yeah, he's got to have some time because it's been the past at least 20 some years for that on CBS. Mm-hmm. It, you know, it's been a long time. And then NBC before that. And it's been a long time for him. So I imagine he needs to breathe a little bit. Yeah, just for a little while. But maybe you get itchy and you want to get back into it. I don't know. That's a good question. And I'm excited to see uh, what kind of job uh, uh, Colbert. Oh, I think he's going to be fantastic. Do you, so you think he's going to keep that same persona that he kept? With the Colbert Report, or do you think he's going to... No, I, I think he's going to switch it up an appropriate amount, but I think he's still very much going to be himself. That's one of the things I like about Colbert. Like, in any situation, in an interview or anything, I just feel like he really gives a sense of his self. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I, I think he'll be fantastic. I'm, I'm confident in him, too. I, and I like the fact that I know he has, I believe, some uh, some Second City, some improv in his background. Yes. Yeah, so I'm, I'm pretty sure that that'll serve him well. Uh, in that in that role because because those are some big shoes to fill i mean that's and it's weird because it's like it's almost like letterman kind of got he didn't get phased out he went out on his own terms Mm -hmm. but like the the idea of late night has changed you know it used to be you come out you do your snappy monologue you have your guest and boom 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 but now it's like viewers have a shorter attention span yeah it's like jimmy fallon most of what you see from fallon is from youtube clips that go viral so it's like, oh, I'm doing this funny game with a person. I'm doing this. It's it's not the same format, not the same world. It's like, how big can you blow this up on social media? Yeah. And it's like Letterman's not really built to play that game. So I I'll be interested to see what kind of bridge, you know, Colbert, you know, has, whether he tries to maintain some of that feel or get in there and swim with these young guys like Kimmel and Conan and you know, it, it'll be interesting to see what direction the show Hopefully goes. Hopefully there's in. like a happy medium that he like he so that he can not just cater towards younger, uh, younger right, viewers, just right. everyone. Because that, that Letterman is a built-in audience. Like, yes, you have exactly. to still serve that audience. Now, luckily, it's on CBS where most of that audience is a certain age anyway. So he's coming in with that, but you got to serve that group. Mm-hmm. But stay relevant with the young folks to continue to progress. Yeah. So he's got a balance and act to do. I wonder if when he, when he got the news, he was like, oh, my gosh, this is amazing. And then at the same time, oh, shit. so much to do all right well uh, that was the conversation that spencer and i had about the end of david letterman's show um and no matter where you fell on the the map in terms of dave whether you watched him or whether you didn't uh you have to recognize uh his importance yeah um, yeah, i think especially you know for people like us for comics um, i mean i was i was uh um, i remember his morning show Wow, and his 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 um, late night show was you know was must see TV. I mean, I, I you know every single night in college, he's he's probably 
quite honestly, one of the the big reasons why it took me five years to get through college was because every night, <laughs> every night, you know, at I'm at twelve thirty at the time, I was uh, in my friend's room, and you know, we we were watching Letterman. So wow, man! I mean, so it's a huge influence, yeah, a, a huge influence. And if you listen into this podcast, then you got some level of love for comedy, absolutely, uh, yeah. or you wouldn't be listening. So uh, I think we can all uh, appreciate Dave and wish wish him the best. Now there's a, a little bit of a void. Uh, there's a, there's a period where before you know Letterman finishes the show and then until Stephen Colbert comes on there, yeah. uh, we got this uh, void on CBS Late Night. Uh, right now, I just was informed by Brian <laughs> that they're playing reruns of The Mentalist. Uh, <laughs> oh, I've seen The Mentalist uh, no times, uh, <laughs> but the commercials that I have seen uh, do not interest me. Uh, so I hope Mentalist doesn't end up being a sponsor or something. Somewhere. <laughs> yeah, I'm I, sure, y'all I'm might sure have to get me off yeah. the podcast, but I've, I'm not a mentalist, uh, not a mentalist guy. Uh, I don't, frankly, I don't like to think that much at that time of night. I just want to sit back and get my laugh on and enjoy, uh, what I'm looking at. Uh, so yeah, that's, that's, and then apparently that the mentalist is now bridging into James Gordon. Who comes on after uh, the mentalist? So I don't know whether that's hurting his rate. It's got to be hurting his rate. Yeah, a little I, don't, bit. I don't think it's doing him any favors. I mean, because there's you know a huge drop off from Letterman yeah. to the mentalist. Yeah, and that, and I mean even though you know Letterman's numbers in the last you know couple years weren't you know certainly what they were before, but you know even still you're you're, you're you know you're going from you know the king of late night to. <laughs> reruns of a show that got canceled this year <laughs> right <laughs> like i feel like the uh, i feel like the mentalist does not appeal to anybody that doesn't need applesauce no, at you, some point you eat no, applesauce exactly right. and soft vegetables yeah if you i'm not saying you're old i'm just saying you yeah. probably eat applesauce that's yeah. if you if you enjoy the the mentalist and you know i could just picture what that meeting with james gordon was like when they told him here's what we're gonna do yeah hey, we're gonna Put a crappy show on The doing. fucking mentalist. I don't forget. <laughs> I can hear me. The fuck the mentalist? Are you kidding? Yeah, so that would have been fun to sit yeah. in on. But uh anyway, uh that that'll be the the bridge and we'll see how it goes. And and I'm sure we'll be talking about it when Stephen Colbert uh gets on there and does his thing. So uh just to sort of recap the show, it was a lot of fun. We talked about every. I like the what did we learn? We talked. We did that with Bobby, and I do yeah. that at the open mic. I, I do a couple of things that we learn. And uh, today, it's almost like Jerry Springer's final thought. A little bit. Yeah, yeah. 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 It's not as ridiculous because shit that comes before Jerry <laughs> says that. But uh, so today we we you know we got to hang with Bobby Lee, talk with Bobby Lee some. Uh, we talked about taxes and working out and uh brian's balls we <laughs> talked about brian's balls for a very long time yeah that was a, an uncomfortable moment. yeah an uncomfortable uh his set and and comedy and fight nights and uh everything else uh going on so that was a fun show i had a whole and caitlin yeah. jenner that was that was that was fun to get into a little bit too so um yeah yeah, just a little uh, look ahead. Uh, scheduled to be here next week. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's appearing at the Comedy Zone and um, is uh, scheduled to be joining us uh, next week. Uh, Sarah Colonna. That's going to be a fun interview. I've yeah, worked with I've worked with Sarah before, yeah. and uh, she she it'll be a good time. I yeah, promise all that. It'll be I'm interesting um, because uh, in between the last time she was here and now, she's gotten engaged to uh, John Ryan, the uh, Seattle Seahawks punter. Really? So she has some very very interesting stories to talk about. That he just competed on uh, American Ninja Warrior. We can ask her what? about that. That's going to be fun. Oh, yeah, that's, that's going to be cool. Out of, so oh, before we go too, what uh, you we had our first episode last week. Yeah, the first yeah. 
standard episode. Some of the reviews are in. What have you been hearing? What are the people saying out there? Uh, uh, the people like us. Okay. They, they uh, like you. They like uh, Spencer. Good chemistry between the two of you. A weird thing happened last week. Um, we were just getting ready to upload the show. Mm-hmm. And um, I had done the, uh, the post-production. Of course, we had uh, Bob Saget. I'm on the show last week. I'm getting ready to upload. As the file's converting, I check out Twitter, and all of a sudden, Saget's trending. Whoa. And I'm like, w- 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 how did that happen? Turned out, like, an hour before I uploaded the show, Stamos announced that Bob Saget would be part of the Full House reboot. For Netflix? Yeah. And so, all of a sudden, you know, Bob Saget's trending. Um, we're doing our first show. We're releasing a show where Bob Saget is is uh, the first guest it's it just, you know, um, I think the universe aligning and telling us that, uh, you know, we're doing the right thing. I mean, we, we you know, we had a show with Bob Saget as he was trending worldwide on on Twitter. So it, it, it just uh, uh, serendipity maybe, but 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 uh, a good thing for us. So, yeah, the, the, uh, first week, um, really good traffic. Very, very happy with um, where we started and, and, and only upwards from here. Good. Only upwards from here. So we'll, we'll keep on keeping this train rolling, and we'll talk to all y'all next week. Peace. The Comedy Zone podcast is a production of Comedy Zone Worldwide and is recorded in a bunker just off the Comedy Zone showroom at the NC Music Factory in Charlotte, North Carolina. The executive producers of the Comedy Zone podcast are Brian Hepburn, Lisa Barr, and Brian Baltashevitz. Original music composed and performed by John McKeever.